All right, we're going to get started, boys. Hey, we are talking about squirrel killing this week. We've had a big week. Week one is in the books for squirrel season. And I know that sounds awfully redneck. Everybody's like, squirrel season? Who even counts squirrel season or goes squirrel hunting and all the stuff? But here in the Swisher house, we are very much about killing squirrels. It's been a fun thing. It's what I started on years ago. I know I've shared a story before. My first hunt with my dad when I was eight, maybe seven or eight, I guess, years of age, hunting with Papa Swish, and we went squirrel hunting behind the house, a little place we lived down outside of Memphis. And that was my first hunt. That's what lit the fire for me is watching two squirrels on that morning fall from the tree. And I've loved it ever since. And and since uh, more recently in these last few years, you guys coming up, and I've got back into it just because of the fact that I want to – bring you guys up in that that's a way to let you get started squirrel hunting and uh it's one of those things um every child needs to do several things in his or her life one is fishing there ought not be it ought to be a crime for a kid to say i've never been fishing uh but kids ought to have a bb gun every kid needs to have a bb gun it ought to be a crime for a kid not to have a bb gun chase birds around the yard right uh but also squirrel hunting every kid needs to have the chance to go squirrel hunting it's what the good stuff's all about and so we've had the chance to do that. So I've got with me today Aiden, Rimbo's in here. This is going counterclockwise. Aiden, Rimbo, and Easton. How you guys doing today? Doing good. All good? Good. We've had a um, big day so far. It's Sunday. This will be dropping on Monday morning, bright and early. But, uh, again, just wrapping up the week, we've had a, a fun week coming off the Velvet Hunt last weekend. That was kind of a – I don't want to say a dud, but it was just slow and it wasn't good. We all had our chance to go and spend time in the woods. Easton went the first night. Remy went the uh, second. second night. Aiden went the second night. And then I went the last night by myself. And, man, it was just uh, – we had one shooter, Remy. I think the best night we had was the night you were in the blind with me and we had a shooter about 70 yards. You were fired up, weren't you? You wanted to crawl out of the blind and go get after it, weren't you? Mm-hmm. It's tough watching a buck that you came to kill – Pop out a little too wide and walk away, but that's kind of what happened. And I know you were like, can, "Can we just go? Can we go crawl to him? Can you call? You got any calls you can use to get him called?" You were you were wanting to make it happen. I felt that that passion in you, man. You were you were excited. It was exciting to see uh, your passion and wanting to to make something happen. But it just was not in the cards that night for that particular hunt. But that's the close we got was that that buck, big eight pointer. Like I said, he was seventy, maybe sixty, sixty, seventy yards, whatever. But ever since then, and, and on that same weekend, last weekend, squirrel season for Tennessee opened up, and so we did some squirrel hunting in the weekend. Uh, we've been going a lot. And, again, I, I love it. It's it To me, squirrel hunting's addicting because it's, it's straight up action-packed. You, you don't have to worry about going and not seeing anything. You don't have to worry about going and not getting a shot. It's the one critter that you're going to pretty much always see some stuff. You're pretty much going to always get some shots. And, Man, squirrel, squirrel's good stuff. I mean, I, I like eating them things. Which way do y'all like cooking better, squirrel fried or squirrel and dumplings? Mm, I think squirrel and dumplings probably my favorite. All right. Fried. Remy likes fried. Easton, what do you think? Dumplings. Dumplings free. Mama does them, you know, both ways. I usually fry them. She'll do them squirrel and dumplings just because she likes chicken dumplings, and it's pretty much the same thing. You wouldn't know any different, but... We enjoy shooting them. We enjoy eating them, and, and so that's fun. We also went to a buddy's house, old buddy Clint... We uh, had a buddy reach out and said, dude, I've got the squirrels. If you want some squirrels, I've got squirrels. I'm infested with them. They're nuisance animals. And and he just opened the door. And I said, man, don't say it unless you mean it because I've got some boys that love to shoot them, particularly those yard squirrels or squirrels that are trying to get closer to the house. 
those are a lot of fun. As we went over there one day this week before y'all got started with your schooling and worked on some squirrels. I think we killed seven between the first visit, the first night we just went over to see it and popped a couple. Went back the next day, shot five, and we should have shot more. We we should have easily killed ten, but we might have uh, been able to get as many as we could. Probably, yeah. We stayed longer. We stayed long. We didn't stay long. That's right. We had to get back and get to work. Uh, that's a fun little spot. Tons of hickory trees around, and uh, just the big oak trees there all around the place. Uh, that little piece of his farm life right there close to the house and so uh, that was fun we'll do that again working on those nuisance man that's that's the thing it, it's fun when you're shooting squirrels but even more when you got somebody that said hey look these things need to die they're getting up in my stuff getting in my house getting in my sheds tearing up stuff in the yard squirrels are pretty much like a big old rat you know what i'm saying they're they are just invasive they get into stuff they'll chew stuff they'll make stuff take your stuff chew it up make a nest out of it and so they need to be managed. And so if you or someone you love is struggling with squirrels in your yard, around the farm, call the Swisher Boys. We'll come and we will do our thing and have a big time with it. So that was fun. Big thanks to Mr. Clint for letting us go over there and have a fun morning there chasing squirrels around the place. We're going to be getting after it. I went this morning. I say I went. We've been about just about every day, at least for a few minutes, just go and we wake up early, go and, and hit a lick before the sun gets up good. But Oh, I went today by myself. I let you guys sleep in. Uh, everybody's kind of been dragging a little bit, you know, getting over the funk and the junk, just kind of chilling and relaxing and having uh, some good times catching up with Avery and uh, and just got her back in town for uh, Labor Day weekend. And so I let everybody sleep. I thought this would be my time to get up. I woke up early and, and thought, man, I got a few hours before church. So I drove down the road a little ways and stopped at a spot close to the house and thought, man, I'm going to give these guys a run. I, I found a spot. Uh, I went, I guess, yesterday. I think it was just yesterday. found a spot that had old hickory tree, man, and squirrels were in there, and it was good stuff. It was one of those spots, and you know when you find it, it's it's golden because when you find that hickory tree where they're cutting, man, every squirrel on the block will be in that tree cutting, and you can hear it. It sounds like rain. They're up there chewing them hickory nuts, cutting on them nuts and making it rain. It just sounds like rain falling when them nuts are hitting the ground. And it's cool, and you can work on them. And with that little twenty-two, you pop one, and they don't even know nothing's going on, and they'll keep after it. You kill their buddy, he falls out of the tree, give it a second, here comes squirrels back out, and they're chewing again. Because everybody thinks, you know, you, you shoot them, and they're going to hole up or, or run. But that's the thing about that little twenty-two; It's just a little pop of a gun. And those squirrels, especially when they're on the hickory trees, they're used to the, that loud pop or a knocking sound because they are constantly up there grabbing hickory nuts, and they drop them. And what happens when they hit the ground or when they fall and hit a branch down there? You hear it pop. And they hear that constantly while they're feeding those trees. A lot of noise coming from them feeding hickory trees. And so that little twenty two doesn't bother them too bad. And they'll just keep on chugging along, cutting on them trees. And so yesterday I found a spot. It was cool. It was a lot of fun. Just sat there and the whole tree the whole time just working on one tree. Today, though, I go back with great excitement and anticipation to go back to that same little tree and think, man, I know right where to go. And uh, the day's breaking, slip back into that hickory tree, take up post, and I'm sitting there, and it rained hard. We had rain off and on all night long. Uh, so the rain's falling off the trees, and, and it's kind of loud already in the woods, and I'm sitting there, and lighting up, and it's just getting lighter and lighter, and nothing's happening, and I'm thinking, there ought to be some stuff going on. And I'm looking at my tree here, and there's nothing happening. There's no squirrels there. And I'm thinking, I was just here yesterday. You know, we, we worked on them right here yesterday. What's the deal today? And so I'm sitting there. 
I'm thinking, oh, it must just be the conditions. It must be the fact that it rained all night. It must be the fact that it's noisy in the woods and whatever. They're not here. And I sat there, and I sat there a while and, and checked my notes and did a few things on my phone while I was waiting for the action to unfold. And, man, it just never happened at that tree. I'm sitting there thinking, what is the deal? I was just here yesterday, and it was good, and it was good stuff. And now there ain't a squirrel on, on the tree. You know, it's a, it's a ghost town in this hickory tree I'm sitting at. And so – Sitting there doing that thing, and I sit there and finally thought, you know what, I've got to go do something else. This is kind of lame. I'm not going to keep sitting here waiting on something to happen, and, and nothing's going on. So I'm going to move. I'm going to go. I'm going to walk. And so I thought, I've got a little more time before church. I took off and walked maybe 80 yards, 100 yards, whatever. Walked over, and I heard I heard the sound of a nut fall from uh, another tree. Like I said, about 80 to 100. I started w- walking over there. Get over to another tree, and all of a sudden, the world came alive. Man, I'm hearing nuts falling. I look up, and the tree's shaking, limbs shaking, and, and squirrels are in this tree. And they were just 100 yards away, but it took me getting away from the one spot. And I go to this other tree, and, dude, I had a time. Sit there and just same deal. Got to work on them. Sniper. Sit there. Squirrels up in the top. Have no clue I'm in the world. And just, and I couldn't hit nothing this morning, but it was one of those times, man. I got to do a lot of shooting. Finally knocked a few out, and it was good stuff once again. But what happened? I had to to leave my other spot. And when it comes to hunting, man, we're oftentimes, we just, I, I see it all the time in deer hunters, right? We, we sit there and we think, man, I'm just going to keep hitting it. I'm going to keep sitting in this spot. It's got to pay off. I'm going to keep doing this. And we talk about it all the time, doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results, but nothing's happening. And you just keep doing the same thing over and over again. What's that the, the, the definition of? Y'all ever heard that? It's called insanity. The definition for insanity uh, so they say is doing the same thing over and over, but except expecting different results, and that's insanity. When you you keep doing the same thing over and over, you think it's going to pay off. I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to keep sitting here. I'm going to keep one of these days a deer is going to come out of. I'm going to sit here long enough, and I'm just going to keep watching this hickory tree, and some squirrels are going to come out of it eventually. Well, no, it's not happening. You've got to move on. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I did. And I just moved just a little piece down there and got back into the action. And it was good stuff. And that this morning was just a reminder. Uh, we often say it, it, you know, again, whether we're deer hunting, squirrel hunting, duck hunting, or turkey hunting, there's a time that comes and you, you've got to say, you know what, it ain't happening here. This is stupid for us to keep sitting here. We've got to, to break camp is what we say. It's time to break camp and move on. And we, we've you heard that forever. You guys may or may not have heard it, but I've, I've heard that most of my life. It's time to break camp and move on. And I think, what, where did that even come from? And I heard a cool story in the Bible um, just one of those reminders in the Bible of just kind of a, a brutal reminder that, that we have to say, you know what, there's a time that comes when it's time to break camp and move on. And this piece here, uh, I just want to share with you boys this morning, is from Deuteronomy. In this chapter 1 in Deuteronomy, it says this. It says, uh, normally it takes 11 days, okay, 11 days. Normally it takes only 11 days to travel from Mount Sinai to Kadesh Barnea, going by way of Mount Seir. But 40 years after the Israelites left Egypt, on the first day of the 11th month, Moses addressed the people of Israel, telling them everything the Lord had commanded him to say. All right, so we're talking about the Israelite people, right? They've been uh, in the wilderness. And it says, normally it only takes 11 days to travel from this place to this place. Uh, But now it's many, many years. It says, but 40 years after they left Egypt, okay? Again, how many days does it normally take? Only 11 days. But now they're 40 years into this thing. So there's a problem going on. They've been staying uh, in the same place too long. 
And we talk about that all the time. You know, God will take you through the wilderness to teach you, to guide you, to equip you, uh, to bring you through something, to build you. It says it normally takes 11 days, but 40 years into this thing, Moses is coming saying, hey, look, I got to tell you all something. Let me tell you all something what God's told me. And it says, you have, you skip on down, it says, you have stayed at this mountain long enough. It is time to break camp and move on. Normally, it only takes 11 days. You're 40 years into this thing. It's time to break camp and move on. God has got something else for you. God's got a plan for you. It's time to break camp and get to moving. And, and it was just a, a just a reality check for these people. Like, dude, you know, you guys have a trip that here it ought to be 11, 11 days, and we're 40 years into this thing, and y'all are just bogged down, and, you, you know, it's time to move on. He said it's time to break camp and move on. And, again, God allowed that. God allows people to – uh, go through the wilderness. That sometimes that's a, again, a time of training, equipping, time of punishment, whatever it is. Wilderness experiences are are there for us to learn from, to grow from. And there's going to be times you guys have been through that in, in school and in life where you feel like you're in the wilderness, and that's just that tough time, a time of uh, a painful time, right? You guys have been through that. Maybe you can think of some things you've been through in your life that are just painful, that are a struggle. That struggle, that's the wilderness. You're going through a tough time, and what is it going to do? It's going to it's going to make you tougher. It's going to make you stronger. It's going to build you. It's going to make you rely on God more when you go through the wilderness. People say uh, all the time, uh, what doesn't kill you only makes you stronger. If it doesn't kill you, it'll make you stronger. And, and that's part of that wilderness experience. It's there to make you stronger, make you tougher. You don't like it. It's, it's, it's painful. You'd rather be on the mountaintop than in the wilderness. But God's got a plan even through the wilderness. Aiden, you've got another verse. Pull your verse up there. I want you to read that too, talking about the wilderness experience. Um, which which one did you give? I gave you a piece there. Isaiah forty three eighteen through yeah. nineteen. Yeah, go ahead. Do not cling to events of the past or dwell on what happened long ago. Watch for the new things I am going to do. It is happening already. You can see it now. I will make a road through the wilderness and give you streams of water there. Very cool stuff. I like that piece. It said, "Don't cling to events of the past or dwell on what happened long ago." He said, "I've got something new for you. I'm going to take you." And, and, and make something different in you. Uh, I will make a road through the wilderness and give you streams of water. He said, man, I've got something new, something fresh I'm going to do. Don't hold on to what happened yesterday. Don't hold on to the stuff of the past. And uh, and that, that's just it for me, right? This morning, sitting there in the woods thinking, man, I just killed these squirrels here yesterday. What's the deal? Why am I not doing good? They ought to be here. And you can sit there, and you can sit there thinking, man, it just happened here yesterday. And, and you know, there's a time that comes and says, hey, dude, don't, don't worry about what happened in the past. Don't sit there and keep sitting there and keep hanging on to what happened in the past. You got to say, you know what? I'm moving on to something different. I got something better to find. I'm going to go find it. And that's what I did in the squirrel woods, but that's also a bigger picture. That's what God's telling us to do. Don't be clinging on to what happened in the past or looking back and holding on to uh, those good things you remember or something you wish you could have again. He's saying, I got something new for you. I'm going to lead you to something new. I've got better things for you, greater things for you. And he's going to lead us on to those things. But we just got to get that place where we say, you know what, it's time to break camp and move on. All right? So whether we're hunting and we come to the realization that, man, this ain't happening. Deer stand, you say, I'm, I'm not I'm not seeing deer here. This just ain't happening. You know, they're not doing it. This is not paying off. I, I've got to break camp and move on. Find where the deer are at. Get with the action. Get where they want to be. Not where they were, but where they want to be and where they are now. That's where you got to get. Same thing with the squirrel woods. You got to find that tree, that hot tree. There's hickory trees everywhere, and you say, "Well, there's all kinds of feed for them, but they'll be in that one particular tree on that particular morning." You got to find it. Sometimes you got to break camp and move on. You got to look to see what God's doing, and you know we're going through uh, experiencing God at church, and and 
it's a cool thing, but a lot of that is, is to see where God's at work. And as you guys go through that, you're going to see that, man, it's, it's all, oftentimes it's not about looking like, what do I want to do in my life? What do I want to see done? But it's about seeing where God's at work and joining him at his work. He wants to take us through uh, the junk that we've allowed ourselves to oftentimes get into. Maybe he allows us to go through that wilderness experience. Why does he do it? Again, it's to build us, to, to develop us, to sharpen us, and to take Easton and Remy and Aiden and each one of y'all allow you to go through that wilderness experience, that time of struggle to build you up, to create something new in you, and to make a man out of you, and, and that's just it. Sometimes you guys get mad at me because I make you get out there in the yard and work on this, or I say, you know what? You get that weed whacker, and it's the hottest part of the day. It happened the other day, and Easton's like, it's so stinking hot, man. This is awful, and, and, and Easton's got the weed whacker. Aiden's got the push mower, and, and you went out to help the neighbors get their yard cleaned up down there on the ditch and uh, do that job. It was hot. It was miserable, and, and I thought, you know what? This is a great time for them to go because they're going to see the worst. They're going to see the hottest part of the day. They're going to see the most miserable part of the day, the toughest part. And I thought, I'm not doing that to be mean or abusive to y'all. I'm doing that to build you guys because I know if you can do it on the worst, nastiest stuff, that wilderness experience, it's going to strengthen you and make you stronger, and it's just building you guys as men. And so that's why we do those things. That's why we allow uh, some of those struggles those wilderness experience. That's why God allows those things to make us tougher, stronger, and to grow us physically and spiritually. He's so faithful to do that. And so we just want to encourage our people, uh, you know, that are listening with that this week is, man, where are you in your journey? And when you look through your your past and you look through the present situation, are you in one of those struggles, those times in the wilderness where you're thinking, man, this just ain't happening. Life is not good. I'm struggling here. Is God taking you through that wilderness? Is he allowing you to go through a situation uh, where you have nothing else but him to turn to? That's where that stuff happens. The good stuff happens. Again, it's painful. It's a struggle. It's a burden. But he's going to take you through those to make you stronger. And um, But then there's also that flip side where you got to say, you know what, it's time to break camp and move on. You can't just keep lingering there. You can't keep wallowing in the crap of life. you got to say, you know what, it's time to break camp. We've been here way too long. It's time to break camp and move on. So, just want to encourage our people today listening uh, with that word, man. Look to your situation. Is it time to break camp and move on? Is it time to get through the junk of life and look to see where God's working? Join him there and move on to the great things and the goodness of God. So let me pray for you boys, and we will get on with it. God, we love you, and I do thank you today for my men here. Thank you so much for just a chance to be their dad, and it's to grow them and guide them in this journey that we're on. And I thank you so much for them. I pray you bless them, you keep them. God, guide them and direct them in everything they do. And, Lord, just uh, for those that are listening today, too, I pray for their situation. Some of the folks are going through the wilderness, struggles. Uh, God, lead them through that. Use that time. Uh, bless them big through that time. But God, take them out. Help us to realize when it's time to break camp and move on. God, we love you. Thank you for your goodness to us. Thank you for dying on that cross for us. And you know I pray. Amen. Boys, I love you. It's time to get back on it. We're going to get back after the squirrels. A few more weeks till deer season here in Tennessee. We're going to work on the squirrels. Uh, we got wood duck early duck season coming up. We got after some doves, me and Remy, the other day. Got on a few doves. That was kind of slow. A uh, little pond shoot for the evening pond shoot. But uh, lots of good stuff coming up. This is it, man. Hunting season here. The velvet hunt's done. Squirrel season's on. And it's just the start of the best days of the year. So. We want to encourage our guys to follow us here at the Hunting Roots Podcast. We hope to see you right back here next time. Shoot straight. God bless.